Success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here in the studio today. This is the highlight of my podcast life right here. It is a dream come true. I'm sitting face to face with the most amazing, powerful, impactful needle mover in the world, Alex S. Elliot. And oh gosh, that's an intro. I love it. Oh my gosh. I am. I just can't tell you guys how excited I am and have been for this moment. This is a moment uh, that I will never forget. Alex Elliot is an organic traffic and conversion expert and the creator of the One Group Away Challenge and the Organic Sales Machine. She's been featured on virtual summits with John Lee Dumas, Mike Phil Same, Jim Edwards, Perry Marshall, Elena Cardone, Catherine Jones, Blake Newbar, Zeki Amen, Rachel Lee, Doug Bouton, and has been invited to share the stage with James Smiley, Ah Bar Shake, Got it. <laughs> Blake Newbar, Colton Crottinger, Angie Norris, and Kim Dang. Alex generated a half a million dollars organically with no paid ads in the last year and enjoys teaching entrepreneurs how to leverage the power of social media, content, community, automation, and outsourcing to increase revenue in their business. And she believes that Facebook groups are the single greatest way to authentically connect with your audience, build a tribe of super fans who know, like, trust, and buy from you, and massively increase your impact, influence, and income in a relatively short amount of time. Alex, welcome to the She's Invincible podcast. Thank you so much. What a welcome. Oh my gosh. And I have been looking forward to this day as well. I'm very excited to be with you and your listeners. Oh my gosh. So let's start with this. Who is Alex S. Elliot. Oh gosh. Okay. Million dollar question. Who in the world is she? This crazy chick with the mohawk. Um, all right. So I am an overnight success, 14 years in the making. <laughs> no kidding. Um, literally I, uh, I'm 44. And when I turned 30, I, I, basically got struck with like the infamous quarter life crisis. I was at the time running a, a business in, I was living in Germany, married to a German, running a business over in Germany. We were selling high-end bicycles. And I was like, ah, oh, is this all there is? I, I like, I want there to be more to life. I want there to be more meaning. And so I decided I was going to go back and become a nurse, like randomly just decided at age 30, wanted to go back to school, become a nurse. So we ended up coming back to the States, went back to school, became a nurse, spent a, a good portion of my career over 10 
years as a nurse. And, um, but I was always, there was always that entrepreneur in me, right? I had been running this, my own business. I, I kind of always had that bug. And while I loved my patients, I loved, I was a critical care nurse for many years. They ended up going back to school, became a nurse practitioner, um, loved my patients, did not love medical bureaucracy, did not love being a part of the machine, all of that really missed my entrepreneurial ways. So I'd spend nights, weekends. I mean, anything I could, I could, any free time I could spare trying to figure out like how I was going to make it online. Right. Like I'm, I'm a little bit older than a lot of people. So like the online thing was really starting to happen. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I got to figure out how to do this, how to make it. And, um, so, you know, you want to talk about like spending a lot of money on courses and coaching. I've spent multiple six figures on like trying everything. I mean, I've done Amazon FBA, eBay, Craigslist, uh, had like three Shopify stores. I had a digital marketing agency, like you name it. I've tried it and done it and failed at it. Right. So um, I, I, I can empathize with listeners who are like probably in the middle of their journey right now. And they're like, oh, I just can't find success, right? I, I, I feel you for 14 years. I struggled and bumbled my way through failure after failure in my free time while I worked my day job, trying to figure it out. And it wasn't until um, I ended up losing my day job. The clinic that I was working at at the time went bankrupt and we all kind of instantly lost our jobs. And I decided to make a very difficult decision, which caveat, don't recommend to anybody listening. I decided to like throw my Hail Mary. This was in 2016 and uh, decided I was going to cash in my 401k and just go for it. Just go for it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So uh, two years and very little success later, <laughs> like I was like, oh, we were starting to, you know, come down on fumes. I had spent money on trying to build a supplement company and all this money on stuff, like all this stuff never worked out and um, just kept trying, trying, trying. And it wasn't until the gift of desperation, like major financial desperation, we got ourselves backed into a big financial uh, corner and um, ended up down to our last thousand dollars. And uh, my wife looked at me and was like, you need to figure this out or this is it. Like, you know, we're done. And, and it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, got it. I've really reduced everything to rubble. Here we are and I've got to figure it out. And so I, I took 10% uh, of what was left of that thousand dollars, spent it on the one funnel away challenge uh, in February, end of February last year. And that was my last Hail Mary that I threw. And I decided I cannot fail. I cannot lose my life. I cannot lose everything. And so came at this entire game with a desperation and urgency that I had never known before. And I realized that I had only been dabbling all those years before. I had not actually been serious. I had not actually believed it was real for myself. And I moved into a whole different state and began to unlock something in me, a belief in me. And, you know, that, that not only was this possible for me, it was going to happen or I was going to die trying. <laughs> and there was a seriousness about it for me in that way last year. And I allowed that seriousness to carry me through and to give me a, a singleness of purpose. Uh, and here we are, you know, over half a million dollars later. So and isn't it amazing? Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it amazing that you, you know, that gift of desperation, I think this is such a timely conversation that we're having. Right. Because, right. So, and I think that we, this couldn't, there couldn't be a more appropriate time right now that when the whole world looks like it's falling apart, that maybe it is falling together. Right. Because yes. oh gosh. That, 
that was your gift of desperation is what really put your back against the wall and forced you to do the scariest things of your life. Yeah. When it looked like everything was going to fall apart. And when my bank account was on fumes, I, you know, my mother had had a horrific accident. Like a few months earlier, I became her sole caretaker. I was the only medical provider in the family. And so everybody looked to me. So I had, I was taking care of my mother at the same time. My, like all my business ventures were falling apart. Our money was running out. It was like, it, it was so dark. It was so bleak. And I just thought like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. And it was sheer force of will, determination and focus. I can definitely say focus on one thing because I was queen of shiny object syndrome, but it was that. But when we got to the point where it was darkest, it really was darkest before the dawn. We just didn't know it at the time. Exactly. Exactly. But you know what I think is that when when people go through this, this is this is where the rubber meets the road, right? Wouldn't you agree? Like you could have given up because giving up oh, is easier, that. right? Oh, yeah. So it, it, when you get to that place where it's easier to give up, that's when you know you can't give up, right? Because that's exactly the point where you separate. You know, you know the the, the wheat is separated from the chaff. Like the, the the boys are separated from the men. Like that kind of thing. It's. It's exactly at that moment that if you give up, then not all of it will have been in vain. All of it. You know, all of it will have been in vain. Like you can't fail if you don't give up. You can't fail. You just keep going. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I agree a hundred percent. And you know, like nobody remembers the guy who gave up. Right. And I truly believe that, you know, people are connected to your dream and I sit here in front of you today and I think, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that about you. But if yeah. you had given up, we would not be having this conversation no, today. We wouldn't. And, and, and we wouldn't be able to reach your listeners, some of whom may be listening and feeling like all oh, hope is lost, right? When, that's exactly right. We're here saying, no, we've been in that dark night of the soul too, and it's not lost. It is not. It's just the beginning. So my next question organically was going to be, what makes you invincible? I feel like we just kind of touched a lot on that, but come on, let's keep going with this. Yeah, like, it's such a good question. I love it. You know, um, I'm going to be really truthful. I think that my invincibility comes from my willingness to be vulnerable, my willingness to be vulnerable, my willingness to tell my story um, and just lay it all out there and say, I've made unbelievable number of mistakes. I've been in very dark places. I'm in recovery. I'm 23 years clean. I have, I've been homeless before. Like I have not, I've been in some dark situations and I'm here to tell you that make better choices, have a different life, right? Like begin to accept nothing less than excellence from yourself and you will begin to have different outcomes. Stop letting yourself off the hook so easily. Discipline yourself, parent yourself. You know, I had to literally learn how to discipline myself and set consequences if I didn't live up to my own standards. I had to learn how to be a different person to get different outcomes. And so, you know, but, but, all of that being said, I'm not afraid to share my story and no one can ever use my story against me. It makes me invincible because I'm willing to be vulnerable. I've got nothing to hide. I love that. I love that. And you know, I constantly say to myself and other people that when you go through tough times, yeah. as long as you can use that to help other people, yeah. then it's not in vain, right? It's, it. it's not been a waste and, and that you can, you can help other people, then it's worth going through and taking my, that. 
my coach always says to me, make the pain pay, make the pain pay. And it can pay in terms of dividends for you, dividends in your clients' lives, you know, um, impact that you have in the world. But whatever pain you are going through or have gone through, make sure you turn around and then use that for good in some way. Make the pain pay. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what you're doing right now. So I feel like you are so ahead of the game. Like some people are just starting to go virtual and you are like killing it and you've already experienced so much and you're helping so many people, which I love so much because, you know, when I heard that you were a nurse Uh in the past, it, it, really made sense to me. Like, you know, being a nurse and wanting to help other people and now here you are and you're still helping other people and you're saving lives, right? And you're not doing it with medicine, but you're doing it with this, with Facebook and with, you know, this, this marketing and, and these strategies and your brilliance and your guts, you know, that you're put yourself out there and you're trying things and you're not afraid to fail and you're figuring it out so you can help other people. And that, what nurses do and you're doing it with different tools and yeah so tell us uh, these people they need you to save them right now in this time in this day like tell them what you do tell them why you do it and tell them what they can do so that whatever they're doing right now whatever their business is maybe their business is gone what steps can they take right now and some simple things they can do to like pick this up and carry on. Oh, absolutely. So first things, um, you touched on something that's really been um, an interesting thing for me during this whole global pandemic. Um, I have suffered with a lot of guilt. Um, As an ICU trained nurse, I know how to save critical care patients. I can run ventilators. I can run dialysis machines. I can run, you know, uh, all the machines to keep somebody alive. And and I um, have so many friends and, and they're you know, ex-colleagues who I know are on the front lines right now and suffering. And uh, this thing hit and I just, I probably spent a good week in a really dark and sad, sad place. I was deeply affected and felt wounded and and, and guilty. Like maybe I should go back. I don't know. And, and I just was conflicted. And um, one of my, I actually was vulnerable about this with some of my clients. And uh, one of my clients was so beautiful. She said to me, she said, don't you see She says, you have, since you left nursing, you have built this platform. She goes, if you went back to the ICU, what, you could take care of two patients a day per 12-hour shift? That's two lives a day you could save. Think about how many lives you can save economically with what you're doing now. Like, go be an entrepreneurial first responder. And I was like, yes, like that was the shift that I needed. And it just like clicked me out of that place. And I went into overdrive and I was like, yes, I'm going to be an entrepreneurial first responder. So this is what I would say to all of you entrepreneurs who are listening right now. I'm going to speak first to you and then I'm going to speak to the other people. Entrepreneurs, right now, you have been called. You have prepared for a time just like this, right? If you have a platform, if you are building a platform, if you have a following, a list, a group, an audience, a subscribership, anything, then you have been gifted a platform. You've been given a voice. And right now, This world needs leaders. Everybody is cowering in fear. Fear is a virus almost as deadly as coronavirus, right? And you have been given this opportunity to stand kind of, you know, um, in the face of fear and say, it's not that I don't acknowledge the fear, I do, 
but you know, kind of like my, my favorite uh, proverb, you know, the, the, the Chinese word for crisis is actually made up of two symbols. The symbol for danger, that's the easy part when you are in crisis, you know there's dangers, but the other symbol is opportunity. And so while the world will show you the danger, you, the entrepreneur, have been gifted with opportunity goggles. You've been, you've been gifted with vision, not just sight. And so it is your job to look underneath the danger and look for opportunity. If right now you're in residential real estate, you're going to want to start looking for, you know, uh, maybe some, some ways to, um, you know, uh, get more leads in the door or figure out how you're going to deal with this because we just had 10 million people go jobless the last two weeks, right? There's a, that's a lot of people are going to have trouble paying rents, mortgages, uh, lenders just uh, tighten their criteria. So some deals are going to fall apart. People aren't going to be, uh, you know, moving and buying and spending right now. There's economic contraction. So you want to be looking at, okay, how do I save myself? How do I, maybe make some contingency plans, right? Um, you know, if you're, if you're in, a, in a situation as an entrepreneur, you know how to get businesses leads, lead gen or sales, man, think about all the, all the places that are hurting right now, all the restaurants that suddenly if they focused on dine-in experience, they need somebody to help them now pivot quickly to takeout, pivot quickly to delivery, right? And then get that menu online so that they can get leads and stay in business. If you can help a business do that, oh, that's, that's magic. You're serving and you're exchanging monetary value, right? You're making yourself valuable to them and that's a, that's a skill they'll pay for. So all that one must do is begin to look around and go, who's hurting? Who's hurting right now? And there's a world of hurt out there. What do people come to you and ask for help with, right? Like maybe you're really good at, I don't know, fixing stuff. Maybe you're really good at uh, speaking German. Maybe you're really good at like cooking or, 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 or computers or I don't know. Whatever those things are, whatever your personal skills inventory is, and whatever the needs of the world currently are right now, of which there are numerous and many, where those things overlap is tremendous opportunity, tremendous opportunity. I know people right now making a killing in the fitness space, helping personal trainers who suddenly lost all their income because now the gyms are closed and they can't train their clients. They're helping them train those clients over Zoom calls just like this. Because these, these, guys, these meatheads never heard of Zoom. They don't know. They're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I could do this online. Yeah, dude, you can do it online. And they're helping these people deliver training virtually now. And these people who are helping them get set up online are making a killing. So if you know about technology, if you know about the internet, if you can help facilitate that, right, you're going to do very, very well. All right. And that's just a few couple examples. But you really want to begin to look for where's the world hurting? And how can I meet the need? Where those I, things come come together, it's magic, absolute magic. I love it. You know, and you you know you you talked about um, fear, and you talked about you know there is a fear in the coronavirus, and of course we know the coronavirus is taking people's lives, but you know the fear is stealing people's dreams. Absolutely. And it, like th that's the thing is that there's more people going to live, right? And, and we need, we need to really focus on that right now. How can we help them? What can they do? The yeah. other thing you mentioned um, is about having a list and you know what you could do with your list. So let's say we have some people that maybe haven't been in that online world yet and they right. don't have a list. Yeah. So what would you say, like, what are those couple first steps that they could take right now? Where, what should they do? Yeah. So um, a really easy way to build a list online right now that actually happens to be, um, 
almost free uh, or, or really nearly free, depending upon, you know, what your skill set is. But in essence, if first of all, so your first bet, right, we just talked about it, find what the world needs, where that intersects with your skill set, right? Decide who you're going to serve and how you're going to serve them. Once you've got clarity on your niche and your target audience and how you're going to solve their pain points, how you're going to solve their problems. Once you've got clarity on that, now people need to know, right? What's the, what's the freest, easiest way for people to know? I'll talk about my platform because it's, you know, the third most traffic website in the world, Facebook. So what do we all get on Facebook for free? We get a free profile. So if you'll notice on my, on my profile, you know, I've turned my profile into something called a profile funnel. What's a funnel? Funnel's just literally a way to literally funnel people to a desired action step you'd like them to take. I love it. And that's so great because that will help people that don't have anything that now they know like what they can do. And I haven't really seen too many businesses that can't go virtual. There are a few businesses that can't go virtual. I mean, now there are going to be some car repair shop going to be hard. Like maybe they come to you, you know, I don't know, but, but sure there, there, there's going to be some, but truthful, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like right now, if home showings in real estate can go virtual, like it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing what we can accomplish these days with a little bit of creativity and leveraging some technology. Really, I, really amazing. I agree. And I have a friend who's a realtor. They sold two houses. She just told me like a week ago, they sold two houses sight unseen. They, they It was a virtual tour. They never came. It, 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 it. Yeah. And, they, and boom, they bought it. So that was it. Okay. So Alex, let's tell the listeners where they can find you. You've given them so much information and I want them to make sure they can connect with you. Yeah, no problem. So probably the easy place, shockingly enough, Facebook. On <laughs> over to Facebook, you can find me at, uh, you know, uh, I am Alex S. Elliott on Facebook. Uh, I believe my the ending is Alex all day. Um, so you can find me just on Facebook personally. You can follow me there, friend request me there. Um, also, I have a Facebook group called Digital Marketing Hacks for Online Entrepreneurs. That's a mouthful. I'll say it again. Digital Marketing Hacks for Online Entrepreneurs. So you can come hang out in my free Facebook group. Uh, and, and speaking, truthfully, speaking of uh, Facebook groups, I, I didn't mention this before and should have. I was remiss in not mentioning this. Guys, if you want an amazing way to quickly build a for free, that's a Facebook group. It's free to set up a Facebook group. It is, um, you know, Facebook right now is actually doing a big push uh, for Facebook groups. It's one of the only private spaces on Facebook. And, you know, they had that big like privacy scandal a while back. So in their uh, attrition, they are uh, pushing privacy now on Facebook and pushing the Facebook groups feature. So um, we even saw it was a an ad during the Super Bowl for Facebook groups. It was amazing. So they're really putting a big, uh, a big push behind Facebook groups. But, you know, with a Facebook group, you can begin to cultivate this you know, warm audience of, of people who just like, they, they, it's almost like appointment television. They tune into your lives. They tune into your interviews. They're so excited to see you. They want to know what you're doing next. You become this, like, as the group owner, you become this de facto leader in your industry. And it's amazing. And people want to interview you just like we're doing now. That's awesome. Okay. So we're going to take a little shift here and we are going to talk a little bit about some of your journey. Okay. Okay. So what, what I would love to do um, in our podcast, 
She's Invincible. We like to share with our listeners the journey of these fierce female entrepreneurs that we highlight here. And so we, we know, right, as successful women, we know that success doesn't come easy. And the most successful women have had the most failures. They've got the muddiest shoes and the bloodiest knees. Yeah. Right. And I say to people, if this podcast was about winning, it would be called undefeated, but it's about being invincible and that's about getting back up. Right. So, so it's, it's, yes, yes. So, you know, we, we are winning, but we are getting back up every time we get knocked down. And so we'd love to share a story of the good, the bad, and the ugly so that our, our listeners can see that you have success today, but it didn't come easy. And you, you yeah. went through many things and you had to get back up each time and work through your obstacles. So we're going to start with the good. And so can you share with okay. us a story, a, a good story that you could share with the listeners of the sweet success that you've had? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, it was actually just very recently. Um, I'll, I'll tell the story. So I got reached out to by one of my, do an interview with my group, um, Russell Brunson. I don't know if uh, everybody on here knows Russell Brunson is, but Russell Brunson is the, uh, he's the CEO of ClickFunnels, which is the fastest growing software company on earth in history. They went from zero to a hundred million dollars in three years. Um, he's just one of the most brilliant marketing minds alive and um, just an, like, I've just looked up to the guy forever and uh, ended up getting to interview him uh, one week ago. And it was just the highlight, penetrating because I uh, looked up to this guy for so, so long. And I ended up placing amongst, you know, thousands of affiliates uh, in the internet marketers. So that was a lot of fun. Ended up. Definitely a great moment. And I was actually on watching that live. And that was amazing to me too, to be able to watch that. So, and, and I did order the books. I'm so excited to get my books. Yes. Yeah, so that was awesome. I got, I got my box set right here. I keep it next to me like at all times. I love this thing. It's such a fun. Yeah, they're so great. So and that, great. You did such a great job uh, with that interview. I, it was amazing. So I thought, oh, I'm glad that's not Thank me. You. I'd be so nervous, right? But I, was, you did. I was so nervous, not even going to lie. I was <laughs> nervous, but we got through it. We you didn't say you did a great job. You did a great job. Okay. So we're going to shift a little and we're going to talk a little bit about the bad. I mean, we know there's no success without yeah. some stuff, right? Absolutely. There's definitely some stuff. So um, I think that the, the more challenging pieces of the journey for me um, came for significant success. So I'd had, you know, last year, September, we did the launch of the One Group Away uh, Challenge and super successful. So the beginner's mistake that I made, I sold the check, then I sold it for information and sold it for $4.97. The, the fake mistake that I made was providing so much support for only a hundred or 147 or 4.90. I mean, I was in there every single day. I was coaching people. I was like, I was just killing myself providing all this support for a, for a hundred or even a $497 product. And I mean, I hired other coaches to come in and was paying them to help. 
And at the end of the day, it was like, okay, I'm killing myself. My bills are getting, coaches are getting, like, but at the end, where was the money? Like, it was, it was a really weird experience that was happening. Like, I was killing myself, but all the, like, it's my getting paid, the software was, it was just crazy. And then what, what was actually left over, given the amount of effort, I was like, wow, wow. Okay. And so I, I, I got a coach and we talked and I showed her everything. She's like, okay, your fatal mistake was that you provided, you know, $15,000 worth of support to each person and you charged them 500 bucks. That was your problem. Right. And so I was like, oh, good to know. Okay, great. Like beginner's mistake. Cool. So I, I came that experience like mildly burned, um, overwhelmed, like, uh, frustrated feeling like, okay, that was an expensive mistake, but it really allowed me to take a little bit of time to architect my next move, right. To architect and really be very thoughtful about what's the next thing I want to, to launch. What's the next I want to do? How's it going to look? What are the levels of support? What's the price point? Like all that. So I came into my very next launch far more intentional, and far, far clearer about exactly what I wanted to launch. And, and, you know, I understood what scope creep meant <laughs> and I understood, you know, what, what, you know, price points were appropriate for the levels of support I buy. So it was a lesson that was painful, but it was a lesson one needed to learn. Um, and you know, there, there you go. So. Yeah. Normally I would say at this point, like, how did you get out of that? But you said you hired a coach, right? And so, and that I is hired the- a coach number one. <laughs> And that was absolutely the right thing to do. Number two, I launched a premium offer, um, a higher ticket offer, a $7,500 offer. And uh, we sold it out, like without even doing a big launch. We just started to clients who had already bought our, you know, my $500 program and they had done really well. And we reached out to them and we're like, would you like to work on a, you know, on a very small group basis over the next 90 days, let's get you to your next stage of business. And we were able to sell out the, the, the high ticket program um, just with outreach to our existing list. So that was a lot of fun, um, which is pretty cool. And, 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 and so I look back on that experience and I go, cool. The one group away challenge that I had originally launched while it was, you know, there were some painful lessons in there because I over-delivered, I actually activated the law of reciprocity with that, that audience. And they were then willing to spend more with me when the time came and the offer was made. So I was like, all right, all was not lost. Yeah. That's right. It was, a, it was a good experience. It was a good experience. That's right. That's one of those. You're like, that's going to leave a mark, right? <laughs> Never do that again. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Like the, the, the best, the best lesson. The best lessons are learned are when you put your hand all the way in the fire. <laughs> best lessons are learned that way. <laughs> like a marshmallow, right? <laughs> Black and crispy. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh, you know, and isn't it fun that you can laugh about it oh, now? Because- you have to. Listen, it, you know, I, I always joke to my, to my wife and my friends. I'm like, I'm like a cat. But except for nine lives, I have like 90. Like, you can't kill me. You just can't kill me. And Lord knows life has tried, but you just can't kill me. And, and it's a beautiful thing because when you, when you truly identify as a survivor and a thriver and, and just, you know, like, come at me, you're not going to win. Like, when you just identify that way, it's amazing because you be, there's a resilience that you have and, and you're able, it, it, the obstacle is the way, right? You're able to see um, obstacles and go, cool, 
this will be fun. Let's figure it out. Let's like, you know, let, let's take it like a Rubik's cube. How do we, you know, how do we fix it? How do we, whatever, instead of sitting around like crying and moaning about it, like, let's just figure it out. Let's move through it. That's right. Everything is figure outable, right? Amen, amen, amen. And it is. Okay, so here's the next one. This is always the, uh, the so we have to talk about the ugly. There's always ugly. I've yet to meet someone that had success that didn't have the best ugly story ever. So um, do you want to share with us? Oh, yeah. You guys heard a little bit about like how I got started. It was, it was pretty ugly. We were, you know, down running on fumes at our bank account, uh, had $120,000, uh, you know, student loan and credit card debt. Uh, you know, it, it was, it was like bad, but truthfully, while that is an ugly story, I think for me personally, the ugliest of experiences throughout this has been, um, how to like learning how to deal with haters, like learning how to deal with haters for me. You know, I, when I was working in medicine and working, you know, as a nurse practitioner, or whatever, like I was used to being very well respected and very whatever. And I had, you know, I had um, worked in, in psychiatric care for a while. So I was, I was not, you know, thin skinned by any stretch of the imagination, but I wasn't a public figure. I wasn't somebody who was like putting themselves out there and all this stuff, you know, I've got a list of 10,000 people. Now I've got like people online that follow me and all this stuff. So when you do that, when you are um, an attractive character or polarizing character, or when you take a stand or whatever, you're always going to, you know, attract haters. You just are, people are going to be mad because you're successful. They're going to be mad because whatever, you know, got on the wrong side of the bed. I had a particularly um, high profile and uh, mentally, he's high profile and mentally unstable um, hater who just wouldn't quit, who just wouldn't quit. And I mean, made it his mission to destroy me. And it was like, I, you know, I blocked him. I kicked him out of my group. I just, I wanted nothing to do with him. And I would get day after day, just screenshots of his posts. He just wouldn't, I'm like, this guy doesn't even exist to me. And he just can't, he can't even stop. And he's just posting all this stuff everywhere. And I'd get screenshots, screenshots. So it, I won't lie in the beginning, it hurt. It hurt a lot. We had actually been friends at one point and I never, ever found out or knew what tweaked in him to make him go off the rails but he went off the rails and it was just like like i i guess the feeling like what did i ever do to this guy like it's just and i had to let it go i had to let go the need to understand the need to ever appease him or make it right and i'm a recovering people pleaser so that was hard you know um it i had to let go the need for everybody to like me everybody's not going to like me and I've got to be able to sleep at night knowing that and be okay. And like this guy will never ever like me and he's got really vicious and awful things to say about me. And okay. Okay. That's fine. And I've got to just know, like it says more about him than it does about me. And that's fine. You know what I mean? And, but the best part, the, I guess the, the best part is that this story does have a satisfying ending. It may not be a great ending, but it's a satisfying one. Um, at, at the most recent Funnel Hacking Live event, um, you know, in uh, Nashville, Funnel Hacking Live is the big conference for click funnels every year. So at the most recent Funnel Hacking Live, where, you know, two to three weeks prior, you know, the vitriol, his vitriol had just been at, at a peak. And I, I was, I was concerned. I was like, I'm going to run into this guy there. I know I'm going to see him. And I was, I was uncomfortable. I was, I was even, I'd say scared a little bit. I was like, this guy's like off his rails. And, um, 
the best part is I was actually at a piano bar. There was a, an event being held at a piano bar, one of the nights, a networking event. And I went to the networking event and I saw him across the bar. I looked him dead in the eyes, smiled, nothing. He kept walking. And um, I did my best to stay out of the way most of the night. And then the inevitable encounter happened. I was heading towards the bathroom. He had no idea knowing he was in there. He was coming out of the bathroom. I looked him right in the eyes gave him like a big cordial smile. Like I'm not going to break down, like shy away. And he was like, he looked away. Like he just looked down, was so ashamed and like scurried by. And I thought, you're such a big boy behind the keyboard. And like, mm, you know, so turns out big boy behind the keyboard ain't such a big boy. And you know, it's cute. It's like now, now that I had that experience, he's completely neutralized for me completely. He can say whatever he wants. Cause mama knows <laughs> he can't even look me in the face in person. So I'm like, all right, we're good. I feel like this is a mic drop moment yeah, you know, it was. because I, it's yeah. like who interviewed Russell Brunson last week. Right. Uh, it was, it really was. I was like, Oh, you're a scared little boy. Okay. Like it was that moment, but you know, cause it, and, and I really, it was a great moment because I had been so terrified of this guy for so long and so traumatized by his behavior. And it was just pure bullying. And truly when, when, when confronted with a smile in a hallway, he scurried off and ran. It was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there it was. That's my ugly. <laughs> that, and you know what? That is ugly and it's not nice and it's no. not, it doesn't feel good. No. And you know, but what I always say to people that go through ugly is that it happened for you, not yeah. to you, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it, it happened for you and that's not in your life and right. And you're protected, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, imagine if that was a, a close, even closer situation. So yeah. yeah. And look how much it taught you, right? Oh, it did. And, and really it truly neutralized it for me. And it made me just realize like, it's okay. There's going to be people like that. It's okay. Really, you just got to let it go. Learn to, it comes with the territory. It really just does. It does. And if you're going to be invincible, you're going to have to just go with it, right? That's it. And your haters don't pay your bills. So don't worry about them. For sure. I am so excited to have had this time with you today. And I'm just, I'm so excited to be following you and be in your group and to learn from you. And I'm so excited to share you with our followers and listeners today. And one more time, let's tell them where they can find you. Absolutely. Guys, come on over and hang out with me in my Facebook group, Digital Marketing Hacks for Online Entrepreneurs. We are just a, such a fun, um, you know, crazy community. We're fun. We have a good time. We support each other in there. We learn, learn, learn. I bring lots of fun guests in for interviews as well. So I get to do all the interview. Like it's just a really fun place. And um, we don't bite. We love newbies. We love experts. Like we love the whole spectrum. And, you know, if you're looking for a great community where you can learn, you can ask questions you can feel safe, then this is a community for you. Oh, thank you, Alex. Thank you so much. And I just want to say to our listeners, I don't know where you are in the world right now. And I don't know where you are in your business. And if you're face down on the ground, get back up, girl, you can do it. Do it. Just do get it. back up. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.